0: Headaches are one of the more common medical complaints that physicians hear, and many people experience them at some point in their lives. Welcome to the GW Medical Faculty Associates podcast. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we're talking about headaches. My guest is Dr. Amanda Tinsley. She's a neurologist and director of the GW MFA Headache Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Tinsley. Do we know why we get headaches? Do we even know what they are?
1: That's a great question. So as common as uh, primary headache disorders are, we're still learning more and more about what actually causes them. So, for example, migraine headaches, one of the most common types of uh, primary headache disorders, um, we're learning more and more that actually the cause of it is an imbalance of proteins uh, in the trigeminal system in the brain.
0: Wow, that's so interesting. So... You you just mentioned migraines. Is that the most common type of headache that you see?
1: I would say that that's one of the most common types of headache disorders. Um, a cl- close second would be tension type headache, where most people at some point in their life will experience one of those.
0: When people get a headache, whether it's stress, tension, or you know the ones that get migraines, they you know they kind of know when these things are coming. But sometimes headaches come up very suddenly. What do we do about them? What is the first thing that you recommend people do if they're starting to get a headache?
1: So, if it's the first time that someone is getting a severe headache, I do recommend getting evaluated by a healthcare professional um, because headaches, there are so many different causes of headaches, and some of those causes can be serious. And so, if it's the first time someone is really experiencing a severe, debilitating headache, I do recommend getting evaluated by um, a healthcare professional especially if there are some other accompanying symptoms um, that could be concerning. And uh, examples of that would be any kind of new neurological symptom like vision changes, you know, whether that's blurry vision, loss of vision, um, sensory changes like numbness or tingling in the body, weakness in any of the limbs, speech changes, balance problems, dizziness. If that's the first time someone's experiencing that along with the headache, then definitely that would be um, kind of a flag to get that checked out by someone.
0: Because that could signal a possible stroke, yes?
1: It could, um, or any other kind of structural brain problem, like a brain tumor or a brain infection. Uh, although those aren't as common as, say, a migraine, uh, you would hate to miss that. What
0: about a normal headache? If you've gotten them on and off, or if it's stress that brings them on, Do you advocate the use of like ibuprofen or Tylenol or something like that? And what actions do those even have on a headache?
1: That's a good question. So I will say that uh, headaches are never normal, um, even though they're common. Um, So it depends on what type of headache it is. For example, if someone knows that they have migraine headaches or tension type headaches, Completely appropriate to treat those as needed with over-the-counter medications like ibuprofen or Tylenol. Um, the problem that people run into with that is sometimes those medications don't work, and also sometimes patients overuse those medications. And so, a common misconception is that uh, more medicines better. Sometimes, but if you take too many over-the-counter medications that are really meant to be taken, you know, as needed, but you end up taking them very regularly you can actually make your headaches worse. That's something that a lot of people don't know.
0: And that's a really interesting point that you bring up. So if that's what people have been trying up until then, when should they go see a doctor? When should they worry that a headache is something more serious?
1: Right. So um, as I mentioned earlier, some of those red flag symptoms, like other neurological symptoms that may go along with the headache, uh, for example, like the vision changes, cognitive changes, numbness and tingling, weakness, balance problems. And if you're having other symptoms with your headache, I think it's a good idea to be evaluated by a neurologist who can do a thorough exam to make sure there's nothing concerning and that more workup doesn't need to be done. If your headaches are very frequent, you know, and you're having to reach for these over-the-counter medications too much, that's not good for your body and like I mentioned before, you can actually get stuck in this rut where you're actually making your headaches worse. And that's called medication overuse headache. It used to be called rebound headache, and that's something that we see a lot in our headache center. You know, patients are self-medicating, and um, you know, you can't blame them because they're in pain, but they don't even know that they're actually making things worse. So I always recommend if you have more than three days of headache that's really impacting your quality of life, more, more than three days a month then I would recommend being uh, evaluated by a neurologist because there's so many things we can do to help you.
0: Is there a way to predict headaches? I mean, teens suffer from headaches when they're stressed out at finals. There are certain triggers sometimes for people. Yes, Dr. Tinsley, and if somebody does get that and you don't want them to medicate and overload on medication, do you have some alternatives, things they can try? Does meditation help? Or breathing or resting. Do any of these things help stop that trigger before it starts?
1: That's exactly right. So, um, you know, there are so much that we can do for headaches. And one of those things is identifying the triggers. And triggers can be different for everybody, but being able to identify those triggers for a particular person can really help um, with the overall headache burden because you can avoid those triggers if possible. You mentioned like stress being a common trigger. We see that all the time, especially in DC, it's a very high stress environment. And um, so, stress reduction techniques are very important for headache patients. And that can be in the form of meditation, breathing exercises, yoga, uh, exercising in general can help uh, reduce stress levels. That's a huge trigger for a lot of our patients. Um, other triggers can include food triggers. You know, so we ask patients to keep track of their headaches and keep track of what they're eating and see if they can identify certain food triggers. Some of them you've probably heard of, you know, like chocolate or red wine um, can be migraine triggers, but there are other ones that are not as intuitive, like avocado and prunes and figs, and just a whole variety, and everyone's different. So it's identifying for that particular person what triggers their headache and, you know, other things like sleep deprivation, uh, skipping meals, drinking too much caffeine or alcohol, uh, dehydration, not sleeping well, that's another big one that we see. A lot of patients um, struggle with insomnia or even sleep apnea. And so, really, you need to kind of take care of the whole person because so many things can impact headaches and trigger them. So, identifying triggers, I think, is a huge part of what we do at our headache center. But even if you do everything right and you avoid the triggers and you modify your lifestyle, you may still have headaches.
0: And you just segued beautifully into my next question because GWMFA has a headache center. Why is a center helpful when treating headaches and who should consider going there?
1: So, our headache center um, opened its doors back in 2015, and our mission is to help patients um, with their headaches. We want to reduce the burden the headaches have on patients' lives, so, decrease the frequency, decrease the severity. And we do that by using, you know, evidence-based therapies. Um, It's a really exciting time for headaches. There's newer and newer medications and alternative therapies coming out all the time. And uh, so we like to give our patients access to those. We like to work with our patients. We really look at this as a relationship where the patients are empowered to better understand their headache disorder and so that they can better treat their headache. One thing, there are two services in particular that we offer that gives us an edge, I think, over other um, neurology clinics. One is that we have a headache rescue room. And this is a room where patients can come if they're having a severe migraine that is not breaking with self-administered therapies. And so instead of going to urgent care or the emergency room, patients can actually come to our clinic and receive IV migraine medications um to stop those headaches that just won't break otherwise it's very convenient for these patients because going to a bright loud ER where you have to wait for hours to be assessed by a physician is the last thing you want to do when you have a severe migraine and so they can come to our clinic we can give them the treatment they need which is evidence based and we know the patient so we can adjust their home medications if we need to as well so that's one service that we're very proud of our patients really like that. uh, It leads to uh, better patient outcomes and patient satisfaction. Another service that we have um, that we're in the process of developing is a headache uh, school. And this is a comprehensive education program where patients can come and learn about their headache disorder. You know, patients want to know what's going on with their body. You know, what causes migraine? How do we treat it? And so it's actually like a three-hour class we can go to and really learn about your headache disorder and meet other people that have that disorder as well. So it's a, it's nice for networking and connecting with uh, with others that, you know, have the same struggles.
0: Great information. Wrap it up for us, Dr. Tinsley, and how patients can partner with the physicians to achieve their best results and what you want people to know about the importance of recognizing headache triggers so hopefully they can stave them off.
1: So I think education is the most important piece of this. I think understanding what's going on with your body is so important. Um, Otherwise, you're not going to be able to, um, you know, know why you're taking the medication, know when to take your medication. And so working one-on-one with a headache specialist is really a great way, um, you know, working as a team to uh, help identify your triggers and help come up with a plan for you individually. There's so many different options out there. It's a little overwhelming as far it's a good thing. We have more and more medications, more and more therapies, but it's a little bit overwhelming. And so working one-on-one with someone that specializes in that area and is passionate about headaches, I think is a great way to um, attack your headache disorder so you can lead the best life you can and not be impacted by your headaches.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Tinsley, for being with us today and for sharing your expertise In a situation that so many people suffer from, headaches can be so painful. Thank you again for joining us. You're listening to GW Medical Faculty Associates Podcast. For more information, please visit gwdocs.com. That's gwdocs.com. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.